On this first show of 2023, we'll talk Tulsa shootout, including Saturday winners, the ridiculous behavior at the top of the ramp, and what exactly the difference are between the various classes. Let's go. It's Monday, January 2nd. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. The Tulsa shootout wrapped up on Saturday night, and we have six drivers who added golden drillers to their trophy shelves. We'll get to them in just a minute, but I got asked over the weekend to explain the different classes that run during the event. Probably should have done this last week, so apologies for not doing that. Uh, but at the shootout, you've got six different classes of micros racing. Uh, they are winged and non-wing outlaw, winged A-class, stock non-wing, restricted A-class, and junior sprints. Winged Outlaw is kind of the main class here. They always run as the finale, and uh, you get 55 laps in that feature on Saturday night. They must weigh a minimum of 775 pounds. It does include the driver. They run engines that can't be any larger than 640 cc's. They're, you know, you're not allowed any power adders here, turbos, nitrous, things like that. And you have to be at least 12 years old to race them. The only difference between Winged Outlaw and Non-Winged Outlaw is obviously the addition of wings. Uh, they look like small sprint car wings, uh, usually a front wing uh, and a top wing as well. Winged A-Class runs the now 600 series rules. Again, it must be 12 years old to race. They have a minimum weight of 750 pounds and you have to run a stock 600cc engine. The wings are a little bit different in their allowed configuration in this class than they are outlaw winged uh, and no cockpit adjusters are allowed. That refers to things like the knobs for shock adjustments. Stock non-wing is basically the same as winged A-Class, just sands the wing, but 600cc stock engines, no cockpit adjusters, 750 pound minimum weight. Restricted A-Class is sort of an in-between division to graduate to from junior sprints and before some of the bigger divisions. Restricted A-Class is only for drivers 8 to 16 years old. They do run wings uh, and a stock 600cc uh, engine. Uh, they have a 700 pound minimum weight rule, but they do run a restrictor plate on that 600 cc engine. Also, no, uh, no cockpit gestures are allowed here as well. And then junior sprints are for the young kids with drivers from 6 to 12 allowed to compete. Minimum weight of 400 pounds. They run a top wing and they run Briggs and Stratton World Formula engines. So there you go. A little rundown on the different classes and how they compare. Uh, thanks to the Tulsa shootout and uh, Wikipedia for some of the images there that I shared. Something I don't understand about the shootout, and we saw a couple of examples over the weekend, but is how high emotions run. We saw not one, but two pretty sizable brawls break out at the top of the ramp through the weekend. We talked last week about the one that started with Blake Scott and Nick Howard, and then Saturday there was one after the final winged outlaw B-Main. On the final lap of that race, Jet Hayes sailed it off into turn three and wiped out Cody Key for the final transfer spot. From there, everyone in the building and watching at home knew exactly what was coming. It dissolved pretty quickly, but there was pushing and shoving and maybe a few punches thrown there in the mix. Hayes was eventually DQ'd for his crap move and Austin Wood ended up getting the final transfer spot. I understand Key being upset with, that, uh, with getting taken out. It was about as blatant as it gets, super dirty. But what exactly are the stakes here? Even if he, uh, he gets the transfer, he still has to come through the LCQ to even have a shot at a back starting spot in the feature. And neither Jake Nail or Austin Wood, who got the transfers in that B-Main, got high enough in the LCQ to make the feature. You aren't going to win a driller from that far back, and there's very little money on the line here. So what is everyone so mad about? It's literally a tinderbox of emotion just waiting to boil over, and literally for no damn reason. Two years ago, we saw one of the greatest alphabet runs in the history in this building, 
come to an end when Jason McDougal got spun by Ryan Brunel in a Saturday D-Main, and we saw no brawl. It's insane to think that people think this is, uh, behavior is okay, when in reality, it's embarrassing for them and a black eye for the sport. If you can't handle yourself and your emotions at these events, then don't bother showing up. You're not welcome here. As for the races themselves, uh, Maddox McBride bagged the driller in junior sprints. He won a fun one over Bladen Graham and Mike and Iverson. In restricted A-class, it was all Jack Thomas out front. Colby Sokol couldn't find a way by in lap traffic. They were late in that one, and he said afterwards he was going to race Thomas clean and not use the mupper, unlike some other people we saw this weekend. Gavin Boeschel started on the pole of the stock non-wing feature and was out front for a lot of the laps. Jace Park was able to get the high side rolling late, though, and was able to take the lead on lap 26. A caution with three to go for an engine going south on Cannon McIntosh's car re-racked the field, and on the restart, Boeschel was able to roll the bottom and take back the lead. It was the first driller for Boeschel and a return to victory lane inside the Expo for Kevin Swindell. He owns Boeschel's car, and Swindell's obviously a four-time winner of the Chili Bowl. In outlaw non-wing, pole sitter Jason McDougal led early, but just a few laps in, it was California's TJ Smith who took the lead. He was basically unchallenged the rest of the way in a feature that ended up being pretty bottom dominant. Smith got away in a late restart to earn his first career driller. The winged A-class main event went to Jake Kagopian for the second straight year. He started on the pole and survived a couple of late restarts to earn the win over Ricky Thornton Jr. and Emerson Axum. RTJ was really impressive all week, and we'll see him back in the building next week for the Chili Bowl. And in the weekend's final race, we had a good battle through halfway between TJ Smith and Emerson Axum with both leading laps. Axum, though, was able to uh, take control on lap 31, and he got away when Smith and Brent Cruz got to battling for second. The win in that nonstop feature was the third career driller for Axum. If you were curious about Kyle Busch and his son Brexton, they battled all week long at the shootout. Kyle was out in C-Mains in both Outlaw winged and non-wing, and Brexton missed a feature transfer by two spots in junior sprints. Still a cool deal, though, to see Kyle getting outside his comfort zone with an event like this. One other takeaway for, uh, for you from the weekend, I was yet again impressed by Clinton Boyles in the Flow Racing booth. He's so knowledgeable about, uh, about the cars and the racing. And he really adds to the broadcasts. If he ever gets to a point where he's done as a driver and a crew guy, he has a serious future, I think, doing gigs like this. So now the Expo goes quiet this week as we await the Chili Bowl. Teams start loading in on Saturday with Sunday, now the scheduled practice day. We'll get the full two rounds of hot laps, and then Monday is the first of five prelim nights. If you need a Flow Racing subscription to tune into the Chili Bowl next week, click the Flow link below in the description or any of the Flow Racing links at DirtTracker.com. That gets you access to the racing and helps me out in the process. Down under, it seems as though the American drivers just keep on winning sprint car races. Just this morning, Tyler Courtney bagged the win at Perth Motorplex over Corey Eliason and Matt Egel. At Premier Speedway, Jamie Veal won the Victorian sprint car title. Carson Macedo earned a victory at Eastern Creek, and Eliason did uh, win over the weekend at Bunbury. Jock Goodyear won the previous night at Premier a day ago. You can watch a bunch of these shows on Clay if you want to tune into some of this racing down under. And Flow Racing's got a few things as well, including racing at Western Springs in New Zealand. I do have one set of shop photos to share with you today. These are from Chuck Brooking. Chuck and his son Jaden race Outlaw Carts in Pennsylvania. They're located really close to Linda Speedway and the famous Moose's LZ Bar and Grill. Chuck says they compete with the PA Wing Series and uh, have also traveled to places like Millbridge here in North Carolina and the Outlaw Cart Nationals in Wisconsin and Iowa. You can find them across social media by searching for Brooking Motorsports and Jaden Brooking. If you want to share your racing operation on this show, feel free to DM me your photos or you can email them to info at dirttracker.com. And there are three items on today's streaming schedule. Dirt Vision has the iRacing World of Outlaws sprint cars at Fairbury and Dirt Vision. Now there is also Flow Racing 24-7. 
To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. All right, that's it for the show today. Have a good Monday. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be right back here tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. Dirt Tracker Daily.